kind of helps me though. Oh, like yeah. gives me a little bounce over here. I, you know, I don't do this for the visual aspect of it. It's just a piece of the puzzle that people like to watch. But I, we're figuring it out here. People aren't judgmental. I, I do look like I'm in a different dimension than you, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I guess we started. I said, are we going? Okay. Yeah, going. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me let me introduce, even though you need no introduction. Hi, confidants. My sweet confidants. Welcome to another episode, our last of Mental Health Month. This is a podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. I'm your host, Kelsey Dara, but I'm so excited because this week, my guest rounding us out for Mental Health Month is my friend, host, and creator of Craftopia on HBO Max. She's a podcast queen herself on Wild Till 9, DIY lifestyle guru extraordinaire, and fellow anxiety baby, Lauren Rihimaki. What's your middle name? Kobayashi. Bitch, I forget you tell me that all the time. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's and like, yeah. Every time I'm like, oh It's my super God. Asian. Yeah. Yeah, it's super Asian. Like, unexpectedly Asian. But I like it. Yeah, me too. It's great. It's fun it's great to name. say. Yeah, it's it really is. Great conversation starter yeah yeah um also thank you for that intro oh my my god God. that was the nicest intro ever like a little swing back and forth to it too like that was really nice it was just the truth also do i get to round out mental healthy because i am the most mentally ill of our guests (laughs) (laughs) yes And I can say that because you're my friend and uh-huh, I know uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Um, but I think like we've tried to have experts on and we try to like focus in. Victims. But I thought, listen, okay, we're just, we're out I'm here honored. Thriving, thriving. I'm honored. How do you self-identify to mental health? Like what's your self-diagnosis and then what's your actual diagnosis? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean like, like what do I call myself? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, just like an anxiety haver? Mm. I'm sure that's not the. I think you're clinically diagnosed with like a with like anxiety disorder. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I have I have a generalized anxiety disorder. Yeah, Yeah, with a very like niche specific fear. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, general, yeah. And then there's like also a sprinkle of OCD in there. Yeah, for sure. Which I mean, we can definitely talk about. But I want to know about like your outness with your mental health you've always had it there but more prevalent in the past couple years you've been a lot more honest and open with your Mm -hmm. audience about Mm -hmm. it like Mm -hmm. what was that decision I mean yeah I'm the most open and out I feel like with anxiety (laughs) I just feel like no one none of the people in my community were talking about it and I was Mm. like cool so I'm the only fucking anxiety having bitch was like Mm. okay cool and so like there was never a moment where I've ever been like ashamed to talk about it or embarrassed and I'm sure that's also a representation of like how great my audience is as well too Um, and I think the moment that you start having those conversations there's an overwhelming amount of positive feedback and so it only like reinforces Mm. the idea that like it's something that so many people experience Mm -hmm. even if they haven't been clinically diagnosed diagnosed and it's only like provokes you to talk about it more right because you feel you also feel like once you cross the threshold you've done the scariest part like honestly it wasn't even that scary for me like I can't remember what the first like the very first video that I did was like I like there wasn't ever a point where I was like I need to make an anxiety coming out video right, right, right. you know what I mean like it just like became part of the conversation gradually yeah and then I think when more people ask for it there are more dedicated videos yeah. around it yeah um but yeah it's been uh we've been fucking chilling ever since do you feel like because you said it was easy and I felt the same way when mm. I I was nervous as shit because I was nervous people were gonna google me and that was gonna be the first thing that came up but you had already established your career your name your brand and like yeah do you feel 
like I don't know. You said, you know, it's easy, but do you still feel like there's anything you're, <laughs> you're not talking about that you're willing to admit on this podcast? Like what's your deepest secret? <laughs> As an exclusive. No. But like, do you, do you find now that like there is more to speak on and talk about as you're kind of keeping the conversation moving? I mean, I think you can only get more specific and yeah. I think like, because you've kind of covered the basics mm-hmm. and hopefully if someone has kind of like been along your anxiety conversation journey, they mm-hmm. kind of know all like the introductory stuff yeah. Yeah. of like anxiety itself, but also like of what I go through. Yeah. And so I think I've only gotten more and more specific mm-hmm. um, versus just being like, here are my coping mechanisms. Right. You know what I mean? Cause right. I feel like, or like, what is anxiety? What right. does it feel like? Right. What do I do when I have a panic attack? Right. So Our like, generation's like, got it. Yeah. Like we fucking know, <laughs> we fucking know what yeah. to do. Uh-huh. And so I've only gotten more specific in terms of like what I feel like on a daily basis mm. and my, my like more coping mechanisms that apply yeah. to just like daily anxiety versus an anxiety Ooh. attack and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. It's a whole array of things. Yeah. And I've only gotten more specific. Also, I need to move this real quick. Yeah, go for it. I will just sing a song. Ready. Okay, well, that was quicker than <laughs> I was thinking. Um, tell me about just like your experience with coming to terms with it like did you grow up an anxious little bean were you more like hit with it later on in life sometimes did you have one panic attack and then it became anxiety disorder what's your what's your journey <laughs> what's your journey what's that story um i i think that like i didn't have like a full diagnosis or like i didn't have like a full moment of like oh i'm an anxiety person yeah. until like my first year of your university because i definitely was like she's from canada i'm from canada yeah. it means college yeah. but yeah. in canada we call it community yeah. college oh. and then oh. community college i think is compared to a yeah community college here is like your in-state yeah. usually lesser prestigious yeah, yeah. so our college uh-huh. is community college what the fuck's university college Okay, you've lost me, but go on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I didn't come to, I like, it's not that I came to terms because I was never in like denial, but like, I didn't realize that so many of the things that I experienced, like, as a child Mm. were like major symptoms of anxiety. And I think, like, you also have trouble differentiating like as a kid and like not that my parents weren't open about the conversation sure. but they weren't like oh like here are the five symptoms of anxiety do you have anxiety like we were <laughs> yeah. like why would you talk about that no, right if it's right. like not a major issue but like for example like when I played t-ball as a small child like I would be picking at my hands and it wasn't uh, like you know what I mean it was small things like that yeah. when I went to go play soccer I'd be really anxious about like would there be a bathroom at like oh, the uh, the field that we were playing at this time like beyond just I'm nervous for the game yeah, yeah, like yeah. And so, like, thinking. I thought that those were just normal things that everyone yeah. was thinking about. Because, like, what do you have to go pee? Like, yeah. what? Like, I just thought that that was totally normal. Yeah. Um, and then I think as I grew up, it kind of manifested in high stress situations. Mm. So, like, when I t- took my first university exam, I was in like this sea of business kids, a thousand people in a like conference hall. Ooh, scary! It's I, like a movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Literally, and I had my first like actual <gasps> panic attack. No, in 
public in front of all those fucking people? Yes, yes, no. it's yes. I know, I know. I, I know. hate that. Oh my god. But like I didn't know that I was having so I thought I was just fucking dying. Oh. I was like, I'm obviously this is obviously my last day on earth. Yes. Like I can't believe I'm, I'm dying at the Metro this. Toronto Convention Center no. right now because this is tragic. <laughs> but it was like I had tunnel vision, my heart was racing, I was sweating, I couldn't focus. The fact that I passed that exam. Wow. I was the first kid out of like over a thousand people to walk out. Oh and I was God. just fucking filling in bubbles. I was like, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D. Yeah, I have no idea. You probably have disassociated no and your 100%. brain went on auto and was like, let me just help us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I like passed. But I called wow. my boyfriend after the time and I was like, I don't know what just happened. <gasps> and I think too, like when I went, when I moved away from home, because I lived in the same house for the first 18 years of my life. Wow. And so when I moved to a new city, which is only about an hour and a half away, it was like a shock to my body. Seriously. And it was like the first time that I started experiencing like not being able to leave my room Ooh. and not like feeling the dread of going to class wow. like outside of just like the social anxiety of being like oh, oh i don't know anyone yeah 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 it was the first time i experienced like experiencing agoraphobia but outside of that i've like identified that it was less about agoraphobia and more about um emetophobia which is like the fear of getting sick <gasps> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was more like the fear of getting sick and feeling out of control in a space that doesn't feel safe. Oh my gosh. So it's literally agoraphobia, but for throwing up. Yes. Yes. Wow. Called emetophobia. Thank you for the scientific word. Yes. But it's like yes. you were fearful of going to a party or class and that you might throw up. Yes. And you hate throwing up. But the worst part is that I don't actually hate throwing up. Like every time I've thrown really? up. Yeah, yeah. Th no, but this is how it works is that it's the anticipatory anxiety oh. around feeling sick because like the actual act of throwing up it's for relieving. the most part is one relieving <laughs> and it's something that is kind of out of your control. Yeah. Like obviously there are ways to like induce vomiting, right, right, but right. for the most part, it's like, especially if you have food poisoning, like right. it's coming up whether you want to or not. Right. So it's the anticipatory anxiety of like, Am I, is my body going to lose control and do... So it's not even about throwing up. It's wow. just like my brain has somehow yeah. wired to do yeah. this. It, that, which like that describes most anxiety disorders. Right. It's like right. the fear of something yes. and not the actual act itself. And then putting yourself in those situations kind of like... Um, um what's the fucking therapy that you uh, exposure therapy exposure therapy it's yeah. like the more you can do it the more you can train yourself but that doesn't take away how scary it is every single time yeah it comes up so like no matter how drunk someone is like if i they're my best friend i will not be there holding their hair wow i know because you're afraid you might no it's not even me it's just like the it's like and i mean this goes deeper too is that like i was in a serious relationship with someone who had epilepsy and right. when you have a seizure you make these like horrible <gasps> choking sounds oh. because brain your your air is not being going to your brain so you're like wow. make the worst choking sounds. so there's wow. also a connection between like the sound of <gasps> gagging to choking and choking to seizure and seizure to like major your loss trauma. of control yeah and like all this trauma that's yeah. linked to it so it's all weaved together in a really fun and specific way a really, really fun way the super fun niche but anxiety disorder i remember this was something recent that you were telling me about discovering that this was like something linked to a past trauma with yeah. dating someone with epilepsy that you're like where does this fear come from but uh -huh. our fucking brains have a weird way of processing and so that was your mm -hmm. brain's way of being like shut down because you've already been through this really hard thing yeah. and I recognize this thing as something we've related to in the past so I'm just gonna make it 
not. But it's also so crazy because I think about like having emetophobia and being so like in tune with like being sick, losing control, all that, that stuff. I can remember almost every time in my life that someone has thrown up around me. Wow. Like down to like where I was in grade school. Wow. It's crazy. And wow. like that's not normal. So it's like I don't know because I would have been young. And so I don't know where the wires crossed lines sure. here. And it just got programmed like that in my brain. Right. How are you learning to unprogram? I mean, I feel like it's, I'm so, I'm doing cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy, we which has CBT. been, we love a CBT. And it's been the most uh, impactful, I think, out of all of them. I've done, you know, like hypnotherapy. Yeah. I've done the little EMDR. Oh, I've you done, did do EMDR? Yeah, I've done EMDR. Oh, I've done... It was fine. I've done two types of EMDR. I've done the hand buzzies and I've done the eyes back and forth. You got to break that down for me. Like, cause I've never even done EMDR and I really want to try it, but what's hand buzzies and what's eyeballs? Hand buzzies was the very first therapist I went to. And she was the one who was like, yeah, you're like pretty fucked up. You should get on medication. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus lady, is this fuck. what therapy is like? That's my very first experience. Why are people like that? I don't know. Cause she was like, do you ever envision yourself getting better? And I was like, no and she was like hmm. oh she's giving you probably like the dsm-5 fill in the bubble and if you don't yes. answer the right way you're a serious yeah case. well because she was like do you think you'll get better and in that moment i was like no, no. like That's why? why i'm here yeah. bitch yeah what do you mean the fuck I, this is why i'm i'm here literally <laughs> seriously so like i couldn't actually recall what it was it's some kind of like stimulus yeah. connecting to but it's breaking up the pattern too thing right? yeah, yeah yeah and so the emdr that i most recently did a few years ago was this weird like eyes back and forth thing and you think of something mm -hmm. you write it down you do it again and you're like what came to mind next and then you write it down <gasps> you do it again what came next and so it's kind of like a linking of thoughts and i'm not entirely sure what the science no, is but what, the more you say it the more it reminds me of what i've read about it where yeah. it's essentially like when you give your brain a task it allows the subconscious to pull to, things right and it's like a it's a different tactic to, mm -hmm. to try and heal essentially yeah but it kind of yeah. just like it i, I don't know like yeah, i guess it like opened up conversation but it didn't do anything to like help me move forward right it was more just like living in the past where I feel like CBD has given me like actual things to apply every single day. Right. And that's so interesting that maybe it's because you're Canadian. I don't know, like that you tried other types of treatment prior to CBT, which I feel like is the most common. It's the most common. They're realizing. And I don't know if I'm saying the statistic right, but like 70% of people actually do better with a different not talk therapy isn't for everyone essentially is right. like what they're okay. realizing but I think it's especially people like us who are in our heads all the fucking time yeah sometimes it doesn't help to like keep it, it to keep going back to our head oh my god yeah thinking, I don't want to be in there no I pull me the fuck out yeah <laughs> pull me out of my own brain yes like literally Please. what I'm paying you for yes um how do you feel like anxiety and maybe like uh, OCD as a symptom of anxiety has mm -hmm. actually helped you in your career. Oh, I'm the most fucking organized bitch that's right. on time as hell. Who's a great party you planner. A motherfucking tight ship. Oh my God. That shit runs tight. Sometimes I get tired thinking about how you must yeah. feel. Yeah. Oh no, me too. But like I just operate at that speed at all times that it, I mm. guess it doesn't make me tired, mm. but there are definitely times where I like will hit peak 
anxiety and OCD, and then it comes crashing down real bad. Yeah. Um, so, like, for example, when we shoot Croftopia, like, those are 16, 17, 17 hours a day. And, like, my body is not built to go that fast for that no. long. No. Because some people can, you know, go on a half-hour break, and they're able to, like, decompress right. and slow down. But my body just goes the entire time. And so, especially if we do that for, like, two weeks straight, straight. my body does not bode well with that. No, you need to be, like, laying down horizontally for like seven days to decompress yes and, like and that's why we support the um the fucking strike for all yes. the workers in the industry yeah. because like there's no reason why anyone should be working that long yeah, yeah. if anyone who like watches this doesn't understand what the i-a-t-s-e yeah. is it's basically like all of the crew members so everything from makeup to lighting to mm-hmm. editors mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh are on set and the hours are unfucking godly like oh my god 5 a.m to 5 a.m the next day yeah with yeah. like three hours in between it's insane like yeah i only do it two weeks out of the year to shoot <sighs> and, and i can't imagine job. how you would have a family do nope. laundry cook nope. and eat regular food nope. and sleep like they just don't leave time for yeah. those people to do fucking anything yeah and yeah. they don't get paid enough either they That's don't get paid thing. enough yeah it's like one thing if you're making a big check and you're like i put myself through this for the man for the money it's but like, it's like no we don't have enough like union no. contracts yeah no 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 um anyway yeah but like uh, not not also to plug craftopia season two but you absolutely <laughs> should go watch it, it is, you i feel like you're the biggest hard. fan i am and yeah, i told lauren I this i was like thank god i didn't like watch your work before because i would have been like such a fangirl <laughs> of you when we became friends because i fucking loved craftopia i loved baketopia i loved craftopia season two i'm like when is there gonna be more like what's next no what's fingers crossed fingers we'll crossed. find out soon hopefully right and you'll tell me immediately if you know oh my god yeah i better I be like the second text bitch of course i'll allow Allow, like mom, mom, mom DIY. Yeah, yeah. And, but I better be before Jeremy because I am a bigger fan <laughs> than Jeremy. <laughs> that that you're not wrong yes, whatsoever. Absolutely true. Um, yeah. Okay. So anxiety does help chicks like us in this industry. I think to a certain degree that like yeah. we're self fulfilling businesses. hundred percent. And you have to like. I couldn't imagine people like us. It's a little bit of a superpower where if you had to work for somebody else and have this kind of anxiety, Mm -hmm. it just wouldn't fucking work. Oh my God. I would just be disassociating all day. Yeah, me too. There's I and like to your point, if I had to manage myself and someone else's, it just, I would crash and burn. Die. Crash and burn. Yes. And you actually like have a, you have so many entities and brands, but you have like a small core yeah. team and like mm-hmm. you I, I don't I just don't know how you do it I've literally been like to Lauren like can I follow you around for a day because I'm curious I'll just say how do you schedule everything like how do you have time how do you constantly make deadlines like do, that I mean it, do you feel do you attribute that to a little bit of like have you found a way to enjoy it is what I'm saying oh my god yeah yeah well I and I learned this in university and I feel like this was I don't know if I'm sure it was a combination of like having to balance university full-time and mm. also like doing youtube full-time mm-hmm. essentially and having to balance both i think it was a combination of that and also being an anxious bitch who can like <laughs> live on a schedule yeah but it like i would the stress that i would save myself by doing an assignment early mm-hmm. to just get that out of the way so that i could use those that time to like do youtube which obviously i got so much more enjoyment sure, out of yeah. so i think i was able to switch the perspective of like doing mm-hmm. something on time and early to equaling out to relief mm-hmm. and that's like been you know a good uh precursor for yeah. everything else pertaining to deadlines do you feel like you're missing out on 
any kind of like, do you live the life you want? And I already know the answer because it's like, duh. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you found a way to like have a full time business uh-huh. and relax uh-huh. and like enjoy your dog and have like your boyfriend and like uh-huh. go out with friends or whatever. But do you like I know what you're saying I know yeah. what you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> I think like I envy people who are able to go with the flow <laughs> not me yeah that's not yeah, that's exactly. our boyfriend yes yes to a degree yes to a yeah. degree 100% <laughs> so it's like I'm sure that I would have incredible experiences that I would enjoy if I could let myself relax in those situations but again it just goes back to like feeling out of control and so yeah. the whole go with the flow thing I'm like am I going to be prepared prepared for yeah. this do I have an exit plan like do I have a safety buddy yeah like all <laughs> All of those fucking things are questions that like don't allow me to have the go with the flow mindset. No. And, and I, it makes me curious about how do you vacation? Um, (laughs) I feel like I, I, I vacationed a lot growing up with my family. And so I think that that showed me a good balance Mm. of planned, but also like days off, Mm -hmm. I guess like fun days to just do whatever fun stuff. Um, and also my parents have always been a big fan of doing like a rental property, like from Airbnb. And so when I'm able to kind of like nest somewhere and make it more of like a home base versus a hotel where you kind of don't feel fully settled. Yeah. Um, I have, so I've like grown into that, which has been like, Jeremy loves a hotel and I love an Airbnb. Really? Why does Jeremy love that? He loves room service. Huh. But it's like, bitch, you're not doing your makeup in front of a shitty window with <laughs> yeah. two inches of desk space. Like, shut up. Yeah, you don't get the. You just. It's yeah. not the same. Experience. It's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. And so I. I, I like mean, your moose socks, by the thank way. Thank you. It's so cute with the wieners on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, those are wieners. I think they're wieners, right? Are they not wieners? The dog. Oh, is it a frisbee? Maybe it's a frisbee. Oh, that's the red thing. You think those are hot dogs? I always thought it was a hot dog. Lauren, those are. Why would a dog be chasing a red? hot dog i thought it's because like it was a wiener dog or a corgi it was like a bun you think shape? that's a wiener that's a moose is it a moose i thought it was a corgi okay this makes no sense yeah no one you, could do it <laughs> anyway um speaking of jer because i have a jer and you have a jer I have and a jer. i love your jer and i love your like jer my, yeah he's like my jer in a lot of mm-hmm, ways that i mm-hmm. think they both provide mental health support and balanced and yeah big time balance mm-hmm. like first of all how when you first started dating did you tell him about everything with your so i had an anxiety attack on like our sixth date which was super fun what's that like we were at a restaurant with another couple and so at first i went to the bathroom to like go have an anxiety attack by myself so i was like we're not gonna break this out on our first date i'm like i specifically remembered it was the date that we were like oh let's delete our dating apps because like we're like yeah exactly i know so like it was early and i was like he's gonna re-download hinge did you guys meet on hinge no, remember we worked together originally oh, and then yes, we yes, reconnected yes. via I'm social sorry. media. I just stuff. have yeah. like complete aneurysm when I think of like our relationship. Yeah, I, I feel know. like I'm constantly learning things I'm about literally, you. Literally. But I'm realizing I just can't retain information. But right. yes. Yeah. It's always a surprise with you. Um, so I went to the bathroom first to like go have my anxiety attack in peace. And then I was like, fuck, I need to just go get fresh air. Mm. So I went to the table and I was like, hey, like I'm feeling like a little um sick. Like let me I'm just gonna grab fresh air. And so and he was like, Oh, I'll come with you. <gasps> but I was like, fuck, now we have to have the conversation. I know, I know. And so then I had an anxiety attack and it wasn't like a really bad one, but it was more just like a deep breathing type of thing. And he like gave me a hug and he's like, what do you need? 
And I was like, wow, is this what it's like to have a relationship that's like a support (laughs) system? I was like, this is really nice. Yeah. And so just like past that, he's done a great job of like learning and understanding Mm. too. And I had this conversation with my mom not too long ago about how like it's so difficult on the people who support someone with anxiety because you don't need the same thing every time. And like like how fucking frustrating would that be for someone who's just trying to help? And like, and I know Jeremy and he likes a method and he likes a system and he's a, he's like an engineer boy, kind of like Jared that like, I'm sure you being like, no, I don't need that thing that I needed exactly last time. In fact, I don't know what I need is him being like, well, he just wants to help. Just wants to help. Yeah. 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 And when you don't know how to tell someone that the kind of help you need, what does that person who you love do? Right. They're like, okay, well shit. Like let's go to plan B. Let's go to plan C and D and E and F. And they, they only learn how to do that by doing. How did you introduce it to Jared? Oh, I, on my first dates of all of them, it's not just with Jared. It's like any first date. I like, I have panic disorder. I Uh have generalized anxiety and depression. I have chronic pain. Um, I'm bisexual and I don't believe in monogamy. Do you still want to talk to me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, it was the same thing. I mean, like, let's just get it all out I there. I couldn't yeah. not talk about it because mm-hmm. it's such a big... Thank God, l- even though I'm like more involved in mental health now than I ever have been before, it's less of a fucking deal f- to my daily life. Right. Like, I'm able to get through it. Although I am still developing new symptoms of this like one i've been texting you a lot about recently is that i've been getting panicky when i get too full yeah never had that in my life yeah and this is a new thing that i was like i thought i was beh- uh, in front of right, this right. i thought we were beyond this i part. thought i was done with all my symptoms yes, like panic disorder i thought i had a strict handle on that and then i try and smoke weed again and it's like a bad time your body's like surprise yeah, we're not done we're still here you thought you could get rid of me i find you um but yeah with jared he had never had a panic attack before must be fucking nice I, just, I mean has Jer I mean not to like talk about him when um, he's not here but as much as you feel like sharing does he understand no. what you go through no, I don't think so he's yeah. been like really really stressed to the yeah. point of like his body like not like being well right but I feel like even then still like even though there's similarities in like the symptoms there's it's not quite the, like he, I don't think he's ever felt like the like murdering feeling of fight or flight there you go. Yeah. That's a big one. And yeah. I, I get messages all the time with people like, I don't know if I've had a panic attack before. And I'm like, you will know. Yeah, you will know. Because it will feel like. It's like an orgasm. Someone's like, I don't know if I've had one. It's like, you will know. <laughs> I, for a second, I was like, it's the opposite yeah. of an orgasm. But now I understand what you're saying. Like, like if you're like, I don't know. And like, no, no, you, you, know. you know. You know. You know. I mean, like, do you feel like there is. You're Maybe on the brink is, of death. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. there, it, it's it's such a personal question. The same way, like talking about pleasure is so personal that I think mm. people like are are we lucky that we live in a time? Oh my god! Yeah, are you right? kidding? Yeah. Like we literally got to see it change flip yeah like from childhood like when you were yeah. talking about your parents were anti-mental health neither were mine they just didn't fucking know totally what was normal or acceptable or what they yeah. should even be looking out for mm-hmm. do you feel like your parents get it now oh my god yeah 100 percent. yeah 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 and this is i've told the story so many times my yeah. mom is probably sick of hearing it but my dad had a hard time differentiating stress and mm. nervousness and anxiety mm. kind of like three the venn diagram like and yeah. there's so much overlap but it's not the same And so he would always be like, I don't understand how you could go on stage and speak to 5,000 people, but like you can't leave your room to go to class. Right. And so he... 
The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year, like uh, premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? (laughs) You are talking to two sober sallies. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. He understands now much better. And yeah. he like, they both make like an active effort at learning and understanding. And my mom is like, I think she sees how similar that we are. And she was like, if I had had similar experiences to you, like in terms of like the epilepsy and like mm. other elements of my life, she's like, this very well could have been me as well too, because wow. we're wired so similarly. I'm the same way with my mom. Mm-hmm. And she always would be the first person I called during a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. was pre Jared. And even still sometimes I'll still call her first. Yeah. 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 But she would always tell me, that she grew out of her panic attack. Oh, that's right. Because your mom experienced. Yes. Yeah. She said in her early 20s when she was getting into like the business world and she would have to go in front of a big board of people and talk. Right. That it would just happen in those moments and she became fearful of those big kinds right. of meetings. And I was like, no, mine aren't like nervous, like performance anxiety related, but yeah. hers were. But I always thought I was supposed to like grow out of it. Like oh. I never... I kept thinking something's wrong with me because mm-hmm. I just haven't figured out how to like handle manage this yet. it. Yeah. yeah. But I think the truth is the, the management part is the acceptance, right? Like, Oh, hundred percent. Where, where do you feel like you became more accepting of your, like, you know what? Uh, I have fucking panic attacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
fuck i don't even know i like there's never been a time where i was like oh this is gonna go away really yeah there's never been a time where i was like oh, oh like this is gonna That's go away i wanted really i for so long was like i just don't think i can live like this with knowing oh, that these things are always okay, gonna happen. under the surface yeah yeah i feel like i've just had like such an up and down with medication that mm. i've seen how much of a change in my life i can have when I'm being properly managed under medication. And so when like, so for example, in like late winter, early spring, like remember when Uh I changed anxieties and my life did a fucking 180. Yes. In February, I was like, I could never have a family like this. I could never, I can't have a normal social life. I can't go grocery shopping. Like I was living my life at like fucking operating at 10 percent like yeah and then like maybe two months later i had an entire 180 and i was like oh i was like this is totally manageable and i think in those moments i'm like i'm sure that at some point i will probably feel like shit again right but i've never been like oh medication and therapy is going to cure me forever see that's more realistic i think it's not a disease it's a disorder no yeah and it's also it evolves like, yeah, here oh, you are having two full panic attacks. Two full panic attacks. But also, like, the type of anxiety I had in my teens is different mm. from the ones I had in my 20s, which is, yep. like, now I feel like in my 30s. And now I'm microdosing. Like, I'm just on a different fucking... I'm off all SSRIs. And right. Like, I'm just on a different journey. And knowing that it's supposed to ebb and flow. Right. Like, you're never supposed to feel good and stay feeling good. I mean, we all know that. But, like... like that, I mean, that's the goal. But, like, that's yeah. not the realism behind it yeah so when you're going through like whether it be a panic attack or a super anxious situation what is your like in the moment coping skills my number one is like using uh like the rational side of my brain to kind of argue with myself Um, and so that's been like the number one thing. So for example, one of my symptoms of like, not necessarily an anxiety attack, but like feeling anxious that my throat gets really tight and it feels Mm. like, um, not so much nausea, but it's like, like choky, Mm -hmm. like choky Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to be like, okay, like there's nothing actually wrong. You can still breathe. Mm -hmm. Like if you are actually choking, when you breathe through your nose, like you can still get air to yourself. Like does your stomach feel fine? Your stomach feels fine. Like you're in an area where you have access to help. Wow. You know what I mean? So like I can talk myself, I can, I can debate with myself. Yeah. And eventually for the most part, I'm able to talk myself down. Yeah. And one of the ones that I've just learned about that I've been applying is one, um, if you have access to it, like any kind of sensation that slaps you the fuck into another dimension, <laughs> like something really, really sour yes, is really good. And then even like running my hands under or like cold water, cold water. Yep, yeah, that's a classy. And then another one that I just learned about is how anger will always overpower anxiety wow anger will always overpower anxiety because it's coming from the same spot and it can't do both whoa i just learned about this almost if you get mad at it yes my mom used to fucking say that to me she used to say you need to get mad at it yeah i I don't know even how to get mad at it yeah what do you mean what do you do do you get like internally mad do you actually talk to yourself like what do you physically mean so i mean like there's been two different instances so i think one in a moment where I like might feel anxious, something happened where it pissed me the fuck off. Oh. And I got home and my therapist was like, well, how did, were you anxious during that moment? I was like, oh my God, that was like the, that wasn't even in yeah. the back of my head. It was nowhere to be seen. Wow. And I was like, just blinded by rage, like literally blinded yeah. by rage. Yeah. And then I think another time is that like you, if you get really frustrated 
with your anxiety and angry at it to be like you're ruining my fucking massage right now because mm. i'm feeling so anxious and like fuck that like i'm mad Damn. or you can think of like an ex-boyfriend that did something really fucked up there you go and it's so like consuming of your brain wow. of anger it just overrides yeah, yeah 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 that's so interesting because like I- i've I don't know that I am capable, like in the moment, it's so easy to say like, oh, I could try this or like, you know, when someone offers help in the moment, I never know what the fuck I'm capable of. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm literally paralyzed in fear and I can't even like text. I think like once you're in an anxiety attack, like it's a fucking free for all, like you on your own. But I said like the pre-anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, you know, you've got your toolkit and stuff. Oh no, no. When I'm too far gone, it's like, I'm not getting angry. But I, that's, I I don't know that I've ever in the moment moment tried that and like now it's just becoming like a a a aha moment for me that like I'm like oh I'm gonna take that I'm gonna put it in my pocket and like yeah pull that out next time I'm experiencing there was one time where I was like like mid-anxiety attack and I wanted to be like Jeremy I need you to slap me in the fucking (gasps) face right now he would never he would never he would never do it like I'd literally do anything else yeah literally (laughs) anything else but like I can slap myself not in the face but like you can slap the shit or use the elastic band or whatever right and like sometimes it's enough to like be a big enough like dissociation from yeah Joel basically from what you're feeling because it really is getting out of your own way too like 100%. recognizing the thought loops yeah. the patterns yep. you're falling into and you need to just suck yourself out yes and like the story we tell ourselves even if it's subconsciously like i'm dying i'm choking you know whatever it is mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. exactly having the toolkit to say i might not be able to like overpower this but i can rationalize i can discuss with myself i can debate yep. with myself i can be angry about myself yeah um i want to talk about like friendship with mental health because i feel like that's something i i wasn't realizing was such a like strong bond yeah and then like when we met i was like oh she's cool she's fun she's fashionable she has a fun dog and then i was like (laughs) wait but we connect on a level of like our boyfriends don't understand our parents just don't get it like there is a level of when you meet someone who fucking understands panic attacks and i know you have a lot of friends that actually you've been able to have that conversation with Mm -hmm. like what is friendship in mental health like look like and mean to you i mean i think there's i think firstly like when we met i was like holy fuck i've never had a friend who knows what a panic attack feels like wow yeah, yeah like to to the degree that we had similar symptoms when i was like oh my god you fucking also feel this yeah, thing yeah. yeah 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 and so like that was an eye-opening experience mm. and not that like i can't confide in my friends but it's always hard to be like and they're they're so supportive like literally they're so supportive and like if i had to be like everyone pull the fuck over like i need to get out of the car right now like they, they would 100 percent. wow but it's one i always get get nervous about being a burden yep. on like having to be like pull the car over mm-hmm. and so then i develop anxiety about, about the, the burden the, yeah the, <laughs> exactly the potential of being a fucking burden yeah and like even like zach and maggie mm-hmm. they invited me to go solo to their music festival because jeremy and jared are actually going yes, together I know, at a conference so and i was like i was like oh like i'm just like kelsey and i doing a thing and like we're just gonna hang out but yeah. also like i have to think about like they would be so understanding if something happened but yes. i would never want to have an anxiety attack and have to remove them from yes. the experience that they invited me to. Literally, I had this exact conversation with Jared probably an hour ago because just Zach and I are going to do that. Mu- oh, that the mushroom retreat, mushroom retreat thing. Yeah. And Jared and I were talking about like what happens if I have a bad trip or I panic because they ask that anyone that's not doing the trip don't be there because oh, they don't want you to like say something that might influence I someone's Yeah. Impact. And so I was like, well, I'll be fine because Zach will be there. And then I was like, wait, I've never 
gone that deep with Zach in terms of like, he's one of my closest friends, but I've never had a panic attack in front of him. I know he would be understanding, but I wouldn't want to ruin his mushroom experience. I mean, Zach, I'm having having a bad bad mushroom experience. And then you guys are both having a bad mushroom experience. Whereas like, I know I could like literally call you, call my mom, call Mm -hmm. my sister, Mm -hmm. call Jared, be with Jared. Like there's, I have these people in my life that I know when to use that card with yeah, the lifeline. And it's exactly what you said. It's not that I don't think those people would immediately pull over immediately totally. identify, but there's yep. just something about like knowing I could text you exactly at that moment and being like panic, like panic button. And yeah. you would be like, I know exactly what this feels like and uh-huh. what is going through. Uh-huh. I think it's also really interesting too, that like you've got such a good group of friends too, that you like hang out with, I, I don't mean me by the way, <laughs> but like maybe I apply to this, but like you have these routines with certain groups of friends yeah. where you're, you make time for friendship that yeah. like, 100%. I think prop probably you could, you know, just give your own fucking answer. You are the guest on this podcast. Um, but like that has to help with, Oh your, my God. Yeah. I think they also too, like they really embrace, like there's a few like Remy, I would say enjoys planning as well too. Yeah. But like, Tiff and Mia are happy to take a backseat with like wow. me planning or Remy planning. And so like Remy and I are both happy to plan yeah. and she's not an anxious individual whatsoever. But like that I think takes, cause mm. I never want to feel like I'm controlling everything right. and making everyone do something a specific way. But you're also like, I need to do this so that I feel safe enough to do this. Right, thing. right, right, right. <laughs> like I want to be able to book the Airbnb yeah, so that I know exactly. all the things. Yeah, exactly. But we do, yeah, we do make a big effort to have like time for friendship. And I also think too, like, my mom has always had this, uh, like, has always given this advice that you have, like, you never should rely on one person for mm, everything. Damn. So whether that be, Fucking like, yes, hobbies or, you know, like, like Jeremy doesn't like to hike. And I'm like, that's fucking fine I if you want to hike. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I have friends who love to hike. Or I also, okay, going by myself, yeah. I'll hike with Moose. Yeah. And, like. Shout out to Moose. Shout out Moose. <laughs> shout out Moose. <laughs> and so, like, you have different friends for different mm. areas of fulfillment. Mm. And I think that that's super important. How would you give any advice to people out there listening that maybe want to like take that next step with friendship in Mm -hmm. like talking about mental health, but like might feel the fear of being judged or misunderstood or, you know, just like you don't want someone to think you're fucking weird. I mean, I think I genuinely don't know a single person that hasn't (laughs) had some kind of mental breakdown. So so it it might not be anxiety for everyone, but someone who's had a really fucking stressful day Mm -hmm. or a really emotional day, like Mm -hmm. when they got broken up with and they thought like that was the end of their, you know what I mean? Like there's every single person's had an overwhelming amount of emotion at some point. Right. So it's not like, and I think, I think the younger generation is actually much better than we were. Um, and I think females specifically too are much more open about emotions. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that's so gender stereotypical, but but there is also like a stereotype for a reason that like, some people are better with their emotions totally and being open about them yeah. and more empathetic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like men are like, we gotta be toxically closed right, off. Bros. I can't talk about your mom. Jared will talk about nothing but emotion with his bro friends. Like he's begging. Really? Oh Aww. my God. Just I like, know. I feel like when he starts talking to Jeremy, Jeremy's like, <laughs> I don't know how to talk about my emotions. <laughs> cannot compute. Go back cannot. to numbers yeah. and business. Cryptocurrencies. <laughs> We love you guys, but I know you're never going to watch this. So fuck both yeah, of y'all. Literally so. crazy brains. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's like when you said it, I, you just like made me laugh at my own question. Cause it's so true that like, I don't know anyone that I've opened up to be vulnerable to. And they've been like, 
fucking yikes. Yeah, yikes, red flags. Yes, situation, especially if they're a friend. Yeah, like, absolutely. And, you know, we were brand new friends, and I was like, <gasps> panic, trauma. What else you got? Like, oh my god, vibe yeah. With me, uh, well, I remember I had a panic attack like maybe two months into like our close friendship. Yes. And I called you and, oh, and yeah, oh my God, there was so that one bad. really bad one. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have been in LA. I would have been like, I'm coming over bitch. Oh, I was out. sitting in front of someone, someone's house, like a, oh. a, a dinner party that we were supposed oh. to go. And I was outside their house. Like, <laughs> oh, no. and what did I tell you? I was like, leave. Yeah. You're go like, go home. home, go home. If you can go home, fucking go home. Because and then as someone, I went in, I ended up going in. You did. And I like, just knowing in. that you have options, yeah. you have exit plans yeah. that like, you know, you have your safety net with Jeremy there. Like, you've really built such a good, sturdy tool belt. Foundation. Yeah, and I like really do. And, like, you still do. have... you Like, you're a very high-functioning, anxious person. I'll never forget when you, when you mentioned... You said that, like, you're the highest-functioning, mm-hmm. anxious person that I think I know. Seriously. And I was like, that is so nice. <laughs> I genuinely mean it as a compliment. Like, it, it's wild what you've been able to do... Mm-hmm till nine um that was a late joke is bad just ignore that cut that out kelsey just kidding i'm not going to um it, what you've been able to build while maintaining like behind the scenes yeah what you've gone through i guess i also don't feel disadvantaged mm. you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of people i think if i worked in a regular nine to five i think i would really really struggle with yeah. that but because i make my own schedule for the most part yeah. i don't feel actually that's not true i think on the set of craftopia i feel disadvantaged i feel like i have like a, a mental handicap a yeah exactly to, yeah. that I'm, and i know everyone goes through stress in their own stuff but yeah. like i really do have the most stress around like not being able to mentally commit to that yeah. much like time yeah um, for like my brain to not have an ang- anxious like meltdown. Yeah. But outside of that, like I don't feel disadvantaged mm. in terms of the other elements of my life. Yeah, and like the access you have to tr- try things and treat. Oh my god! Like, if yeah. You to and like, yeah, that there's something to be said too, just about like our the type of lives we lead. Mm-hmm. We've chosen for a reason because we do have a lot of control. Oh my god! Yeah, like right. I would rather make less money working for myself than make more working nine to five for the man. If a place that I wouldn't be able to just leave. Yeah, have I have a panic attack. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, what do you think now that the Patricia is not necessarily chilling out, but the pandemic is like? Oh, is seeing- Patricia the the? Oh my the god! Pandemic? Did you not see that TikTok? We no. trade so many TikToks back and forth. I can't believe at this that's point. never I been forget. one of them. You've never seen the one where she's like the. The Patricia, the Pandemi, the... Oh, so I listened to a podcast where they called it the Pandy Wandy, oh, and I, wow. I go with the Pandy Wandy Okay, now. so the Pandy Wandy has a light at the end of the tunnel. I say that very with caution. Right. Um, what do you notice just about your mental health with knowing that things are... Events are coming back. Yeah. Screenings, red carpies, parties. Like, you were... And I will fucking say this right now. You were one of the best fucking not just people but people in the public eye who took this fucking pandemic seriously like we know people that were yeah, that out, were out that fucking. had covid and didn't tell people mm-hmm, that lied mm-hmm. straight to y'all faces about it yep, yep and you yep. were like i will not see you unless it's through an outdoor area with a covid away, test yeah yeah, with yeah. A COVID. and even pre-testing being available you were like yeah we're just not hanging out with people and i was like dope i fucking I respect, respect that, that. Yeah. yeah 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 no we we like we're pretty good yeah um 
honestly, I'm just so fucking grateful that I wasn't like what I was going through in February when I was mm. operating at 10%. Like, mm. I'm just so glad now that I'm a much higher functioning person mm. now that things are going back to normal. And this is kind of always like what I've lived by and has gotten me to push myself outside mm. of my comfort zone is that like I work so hard in my career. And when opportunities present themselves, like I try my best to take as many as I can because it's like, so you work for that and now you just don't want to do it. Like you dummy, yeah. like get in there, like yeah. go try it. Aww. And so for the most part, I like try and do like, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to like go to every event ever because there's yeah. also no value in that for me Yeah. for the most part. Yeah. But like traveling and stuff, I'm like, okay, like we're back. Like yeah. I should go do this. Like, yeah. yeah. So like we're doing uh, Chicago and then straight to Miami afterwards. Oh and I'm God. like, Wait, oh bitch, here we go. Just vacation? No, Jeremy's speaking at a thing. So of I was course. like, I'm going to just tag along. So it's half work, half pleasure. Half work, half pleasure. And That's then like, on the crypto.com card. So. Oh bitch, you got, you yeah. got to go on We that. ordered on room service, baby. I was like going to say on the card or on the blockchain. Uh, oh, wow. wow. We go deep on this podcast. Wow. I don't know. Watch out, Duncan Trussell. Um... <laughs> Uh, um, 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 to end because I can't believe we've already been talking for what's it say? I can't forty six fucking minutes. Damn. What? How do you? I want give me inside your brain. Okay. Tell me how you speak kindly to yourself. Um. So is this not a good time to say that I get angry at myself? To be like <laughs> you dumb bitch. Because that. That is me. That is me. You dumb bitch. Do this harder. Work better. Work and in the last year, the thing I have actively had to do uh-huh. is stop those thoughts, replace them, write fucking mantras on little Sticky fucking notes. post-its. Like, yeah. The act of me thinking I was going to live my whole life talking to myself the way that I did okay. made me so sad. I was just like, mm. yes, it's helpful to a degree, but like... You don't want to scream at yourself internally yeah, forever. Like, how do you talk kindly? Like, what do you say about yourself that's dope? And like, how do you talk kindly to yourself? I mean, okay, so first, like for the getting angry thing, I think I am able to separate myself from anxiety. So like Ooh. in that massage example, like I would get mad at my anxiety because I'm like, you paid for this stupid thing. Like, dumb bitch anxiety. Like, so go it's like away. It's like a fucking thing. It's like a thing. Yeah, it's like a thing outside. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. bad blob. Right. Like, yeah. fucking Venom. Like, you know how there's yes. him and then the black guy? It's like, the Venom yes, yes, goo yes, man? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like something that I'm able to the separate. Goo the goo man. I don't know. What's he made out of? It's like, a it looks spikes? like tar. Like, I don't even know. No, I don't know. Um, but then outside of that, I think I do a good job of like celebrating my successes. Mm. So like when I come home from whether it be something small or big, like I celebrate, you know, just internally, I'm not like getting a cake or popping <laughs> champagne, but like, I'm like, oh, that was really, I didn't even think about anxiety or like I had yeah. an anxious moment and I was able to like rationalize myself out of it. Get through it. And so I think even just the smallest moments are important to acknowledge. I think that builds confidence yes. for future anxious moments do you ever just like look in the mirror and go like i'm so pretty no (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry like you are very pretty i feel like like, you don't maybe you don't say that so nice i mean i think i see pictures and i'm like oh i look good in that photo but i've never been like damn bitch you hot as shit like 
I we gotta talk about this like off thread because I feel like you gotta say that shit to yourself. I, I'm not kidding. Where was it last night where someone was like giving me a compliment and I just fucking you I threw it back in their face like Argh! no no I I like dissolved into the couch. I just like don't know how to like <laughs> can't I, yeah it. I can't take it. I can't take it. That's so interesting. I'm wildly uncomfortable with compliments. I don't but know why. Same and that's when something yeah. that's why I ask is like I know this bitch doesn't talk nice to herself because I fucking but I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> bad. No. I, I guess I just like don't focus as much on my self-love no i was gonna say i focus more on talking positively to myself via self like my brain versus my body interestante yeah not to be like oh bitch like you were bloated as hell right now you shouldn't have eaten that dairy like definitely like have that kind of self-talk i do too yeah but it's more about like oh like you got through that without thinking about this this and this like good job brain good job brain yeah we did it that's a good yeah okay but you should say you're hot to yourself okay but i do fear like if you get more self-love and more like what you'll be unstoppable jeremy says that about himself <laughs> motherfucker with this ego of the size of both it's the perfectly I know, hair. I know. every time i see him like your hair literally looks like a cartoon sometimes he'll get off the phone he's like man he's like i fuck <laughs> and i'm like that's the level of confidence that i strive to have jared can call his like travel agent and be like whatever the fuck her name is. Hey, Jen, I need a flight right now to be solved because I'm at the airport. Like, he doesn't even say, hi, how are you? Right. He just like, and I'm like, to have the confidence of oh a my good looking tall white guy <sighs> with a J what's name. It? With a J name, with a Jer name. You know it's a Jer. I like order a pizza and I'm like, hi, and I'm <laughs> like, would, can I get, if, would if, it be possible to maybe, it if, you? but it's okay if you leave, you have time. <laughs> damn oh god i want to have my initial goal in having you guys on the podcast was i wanted to have you and jeremy and me and jared and we were going to do like a competition quiz thing oh that's right that's right we just have to wait till we're all in one area together where we can work for like an hour Mm because whenever we hang out we're all just like blobby you can't see me but i'm putting all my limbs out like right. we just don't want to we're just relaxing yes couples yes but i'll i'll get it on the books put it on the books and it stays in the books there you go you can always count me on the account. listen yeah, yeah you're live by the like book we're live by the book yep Bitch, you were on fucking time i think you i was actually up. five minutes early and i was like fuck i'm early oh my god at this house please <laughs> i literally took a shower because i was like i don't want to stink i've been outside painting for the last hour i was looking at your hands i was like this bitch been painting i know this is why i can't do nails you know this i mm. wish if you could see lauren sandals right now how would you even describe it squiggles yeah squiggles honestly she didn't quite nail the inspiration photo but it's the okay. nail the nails yeah you did teach me how to do good pressies over a pandemic good pressies but i just i fucking hard yeah. labor too much it's okay it's okay I am who I am. Um, Not that we need to plug you any more than you're already all over the place. But please, where can people find you? Where can they listen to you? What what can they expect from you, kid? Um, Lord DIY on everything. Uh, Craftopia on HBO Max. Definitely watch it. It's uh, adults this season. It's adults this season. So there's a lot of jokes about sexual things. Sexual innuendos. Very and sassy. Cussing. Is there cussing? Yeah, there's cussing. There's yeah. cussing. They, they let us cuss this year. We got dog episode. Very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Highlight that. Um, so it's also on Crave in Canada. Ooh. Had to um, shout out to the Canadians. You said we the Canadians. a huge Canadian audience, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah, I love sometimes that. Sometimes it beats the U- American Shut the fuck audience. up. Really? I want to do a Canadian tour before <gasps> I do an American tour. Shut up. But my agent's like... Why don't wow. we just keep it in the States? I'm like, because they don't show out for me the way right. Canada does. You can do it in East Coast, West Coast Canada. That's where the biggest populations are. Not to throw shade at my, like, my middle, middle Canadians, but, like, hella people in Ontario and That's Vancouver w- and yeah. BC and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. Um, so watch it on Crave. Mm-hmm. Wild Till 9. On Wild all the places. Nine. On it's Lord the podcast with you. And it's every Tuesday. 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 I like that. You guys got good titles. We we go hard on the titles. I'm a big fan. Yeah, of the yeah, we go crazy on the titles. Oh, me. We have a group text with Lauren and Jeremy, and it. I made the title, and it says um, "Us, but younger and richer." Because <laughs> me and Jordan are just like, wow, they're really doing it. good for them. Oh, fuck. Good for them. if we could do it all over, we'd probably still up in the same position. But good for you guys, <laughs> you hot motherfuckers. That is so nice. Um. Okay. Well, happy mental health month. Happy Thanks mental health month. This. Love our um, brains. Love our brains. Uh, love them for what they are mm-hmm. and not what they aren't. Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. that on Ted Lasso. That's good. Big fan. <gasps> Do you watch Succession? Uh, oh my god, that was too long a pause. So Jeremy's watched all of it, and uh-huh. I've watched some episodes, but and I feel like you're gonna come for me. And I should give the show an actual chance, but I feel like everything in the show is so gray. Okay, like it just feels like things are always going wrong, and everyone's kind of unlikable because everyone's doing weird, gray, dumb things. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, 100% does. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I remember suffering through the first, like, three episodes because I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's related to who. I don't know yeah, what the Yeah, the fuck. family dynamic and stuff it is was very confusing. confusing. Yeah. I rewatched it. Uh-huh. I, we finished all of season one last week. We're finishing season two this week so that we can dive back into season three. I don't know why this is so part of the last Because four. Four is four's no, coming three out. three is out. Three. It's three. That just came oh, out. Oh, that just came out. Yes, oh. but I wanted to catch Jared up because he hadn't watched it. It made me think of you. And then I was talking got to it, Zachy it, about it. it. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, sorry, podcast. We'll get off now and talk about TV shows. Um, don't forget to rate this five stars on iTunes. If it's not going to be five stars, please don't rate it at all because I am sensitive. Speaking of sensitive, the merch is out now. You can find that link below. And pick up the book while you're at it because it's Ugh, a health the month, best baby. book. Thanks, love. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.